Hello everyone! Welcome to Easy Busy, the podcast that gives easy entertainment tips for busy people. I am Cathy. And I am Rodrigo. And we are back! Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> the comeback no one asked for. Um, <laughs> we have been busy, um, as usual. So I think the last episode was in May and we did a March and April favorites. And um, we've had such a busy summer. So uh, it was like a summer break and we are back. Yeah, we could call it season two. We and might call back it to season school, two. first of September. Yeah, we are ready. Um, and we've been doing, watching, playing, seeing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we thought um, that we could start with this summer favorites episode. Yep. Favorites and non-favorites. A yep. bit of everything. So should we start with um, TV? Yeah, TV and then movies. Yeah. So, what have we been watching? Um, we have been catching up on a lot of Apple TV uh, shows. So I don't want to promote uh, anything I might work for, but we've watched the Morning Show season one. Um, we've watched um, Trying first and second season. What did you yeah. think? So the Morning Show is a really really good show that, in principle, I was not really keen in on because it's. Yeah, it's about like uh, presenters of news, and yeah, it didn't attract me at all. But then it's a very good show where a lot of like principles about how you should behave in a working environment. Yeah, and drama as well. And um, yeah, I think I really liked it. It was my f- second time watching this season one, and I can't wait for season two coming soon. And then trying, trying, we. We started watching it because I think one of my colleagues said um, she really liked it and we were not expecting anything from it. It's the story of a couple in London that wants to adopt. No, they uh, want to have kids, but they cannot. And yeah, so they want to adopt a kid and um, it's really funny. Um, I really liked it. It's like, it's the kind of thing that you watch, it's short episodes and you really don't, it's like, it's like easy... Easy thing to watch, easy entertainment, so yeah. really recommend it. A little bit of drama and a little bit of fun. Yeah, and, and, and very a, a, relatable. Gr- a great soundtrack. Great soundtrack, that's true. We are listening to it a lot, but really very relat- relatable. Like you can, even if you don't have kids, you can you can find yourself in the characters, their families, their friends, etc. So really, really recommend this one. With um, what all the Handmaid's Tale available so far in a yeah, very short time? How many? Four seasons? So, here, I don't know you, but for me, I really liked season one and I really liked season four, but honestly, I could have done without season two and three. Yeah, two and three are coming back to season one again, like when they're. Like we don't want to spoil, uh, but yeah, it's kind of a circle back. To the beginning again. And it's so frustrating. I hate the main character. I, I really hate her. I think in the last season I like her a bit more, but the, the season two and three, I just wanted to stop watching. I just wanted to finish watching this show mm. just because I couldn't deal with her they anymore. They clearly do it on purpose. They want to have a. It's, it's difficult to have a main character in a show that isn't likable, and that's the case. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, what else have we been watching? Um, we started watching so we won't talk too much about it because I guess that will be in the next episode but we started watching um, the season 2 of Ted Lasso and the season 2 of C um, but I think it's too early to really say what we think so maybe yeah. we wait a bit yeah so far so good <laughs> and the one that is not Apple TV that we've just started is the 9 Perfect Strangers on Amazon Prime 
and so far it's really good yeah and this one we started watching it because we saw uh, we saw it advertised on a bus in London so that's really random yeah. and we had just finished The Handmaid's Tale and yeah I think it was an evening I said what if we watch this it seems fun but it's not fun but it's creepy and it's yeah, amazing it's creepy and mystery so basically it's nine perfect strangers they don't know each other well, some of them are family and then they they have their own dark past and they go all of them go to a specific retreat super posh uh, tranquilum tranquilum yeah, tranquilum. yeah whereas then, a guru is, is going to heal them in 10 days basically. yeah and so it has like a great cast it has Nicole Kidman um, and uh, I'm really bad at names but it has this guy that I really like that is in the Beauty and the Beast and in the Hobbit uh, an English guy oh. don't, don't ask me I'm really bad at okay, names okay I'll find the name and I'll write it down or it will come back to my mind before the end of this this episode but uh, yeah the cast is really great and uh, and the characters are are yeah you, you don't really see what's going on so far so we, we are four episodes in while well, you are well you are <laughs> <laughs> you are a little bit behind yeah <laughs> I, I might have fallen asleep watching the, the last episode the episode four yesterday so i need to catch up on episode four because i don't remember anything yes because tonight we are watching the episode five <laughs> <laughs> so that's for tv um and uh, yeah it's exciting because there is so much things releasing at the moment and we are i like to have several series at the same time and at the moment yeah we have ted lasso coming in friday see we have nine perfect stranger as well and we and are really waiting for foundation yeah foundation coming in uh, in september as well that's super exciting so um yeah a lot of a lot of things going on um should we move to movies yep so i think we can start f for the news that uh, we've been to the cinema together we have been to the cinema for the first time. Uh, we went to see Free Guy in 4DX. So 4DX, a whole new experience. I don't like 4DX, uh, but I wanted Rodrigo to have the experience and try. And, uh, and I did like unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, he liked it, <laughs> so we might have to go back. So if you like to be punched in the back and receive water in your face during the movie... Yeah, water is optional. There is a button you can click if you don't want water in your face. But I think water in your face is nice. No, it's not. And being punched in the back is not. So Free Guy is, um, is a movie with... Um, oh, we should have prepared. What's the name of that guy? Ryan Reynolds, who is playing... Uh, he's a non-playable character of a video game. And he actually uh, takes the control of a playable character. So... It's really fun and having worked in gaming industry and game development, um, it's very true. There are a lot of things that happen in the, in the, on the other side of the screen on the video game development side. So it's a really cool movie. I recommend it. Uh, easy watch. I agree. And for the X as well. <laughs> well, apart from the, um, the water and the punch on the back, you, the, the seats move. So you move to from left to right sometimes at the same time as the camera, which is really nice. You also get like uh, some fragrances. Yeah, it smells always the same, more or less. But it does, it does bring some smell as well. <laughs> what other thing we've watched? Uh, Jurassic World. Yeah, we've watched Jurassic World, um, the first and the second movie. Um, I had already seen them, but I don't remember. Oh yeah, I remember why. It's because I was completely obsessed with Jurassic World Evolution. 
um, which we will talk about. <laughs> yeah. And then I wanted to do a full Jurassic uh, weekend, which is the kind of thing you do when you're a 34 years old adult. <laughs> so we binged watched the two movies after uh, me the spending the whole day <laughs> playing the game. <laughs> um, and then we've watched um, Me Before You. Uh, which is a super depressing but beautiful movie. Sorry, I spoiled it. I don't remember at all what this is. It's story. the one with uh, the, the guy in a wheelchair. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I don't these, are, these are spontaneous episodes, <laughs> by the way. We take some notes of what we will talk about and then we record. So it's, um, it's with... Um, uh, I really need to remember names. It's the actress that plays Daenerys Targaryen. Uh, we all know her. So. Yeah, you know who she is. Uh, so it's with her and uh, another guy who's like a handsome guy. I don't remember his name either. Uh, but he's basically um, tetraplegic and uh, his family hires um, Daenerys <laughs> to take care of him um, and to give him a yeah. bit of like happiness. And it's really nice. It's yeah. like, it's, 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 um, yeah, it's a nice story. Let's, I don't know yeah. how we can describe it without spoiling it but it's beautiful kind of romantic drama yeah with uh, I think that I would like to highlight the the, the acting of uh, Daenerys because she plays something completely radically opposite to, uh, to the Game of Thrones, Thrones. I and mean, yeah. it's quite good yeah she's really good um, and uh, two other I don't know if I should even say it but I've watched <laughs> I've ruined uh, Rodrigo's Netflix account recommendation watching uh, The Kissing Booth which is uh, one of my guilty pleasure when I'm on my own is watching American teenager uh, romantic movies. So there are actually three movies and I watch them all in one day. So well done me. Um, it's, it's really crap. But if you want to watch a teenager romantic movie, The Kissing Booth is for you. And then I watched also on my own, I watched Yesterday, which is really cool as well. I really, I really enjoyed that one. It's, um, it's the story of... Um, it's, it happens in, in it's taking place in the UK and uh, the Beatles have disappeared during a blackout from people's memory and so someone remembers the Beatles song and he's like he's a like aspiring guitarist and artist and um, he starts um, yeah playing the, the Beatles song and he becomes a super pop rock uh, icon and it's really funny as well. I've really it's enjoyed it. Just like an alternative uh, world, or no, it's our world. So there has been a kind of power blackout, power cut, and it's come he... back in the end or something. Or no, hmm? well, oh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I might put a beep. <laughs> I might edit that. <laughs> but I'm sorry, you should not ask me question because then yeah. I spoil and people don't just... listen to our podcast anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was a nice movie as well. Um, should we move to games? Because we have quite a lot in games. Okay, sounds good. And should we start with VR? Or I yeah, don't think we talked about VR. No, so big our... shout out to your friend, yeah, uh, Clara. <laughs> Clara, who uh, recommended us to try VR. So Yeah, it's our, one of story. our big fans of the podcast. And <laughs> she asked us to review uh, VR games. Uh, so we spent a nice day at her place like playing some VR and uh, fun fact is like Cathy was saying nah, I don't really like VR so but let's give it a chance and and after she played the first uh, minute she wanted to buy one so yeah so the thing is I had tried the 
I think I tried the Oculus Rift, like I, I tried the super, the, one of the first version of Oculus in when I was still living in Spain, so probably like 2013 or something like this. And I really didn't like it. It made me nauseous. Also, like I have um, astigmatism, so I couldn't really see well, and it was not it was not nice. And after that, I decided I didn't like VR, but trying so they had the HTC um, uh, Vive I think it's called uh, they had the HTC VR headset which is powered by a super powerful computer so you can play really good games you can play Skyrim and things like this um, and it was beautiful just the main experience of being in the main menu was brilliant and I thought I need that even if it's just to stay in the main menu in my VR virtual world so on the way back um, Thanks uh, to Argos uh, same day pickup, <laughs> I ordered uh, Oculus Quest 2 and uh, we went to pick it up and then we've been playing a lot so I think my favorite games are the music games because I'm a huge fan of games like of, of the type of Guitar Hero or Rock Band and there are loads of these on, uh, on Oculus. Um, I love Beat Saber. Uh, we've bought Beat a lot of... were my favorite. Beat Saber is awesome. So you're basically having lightsabers in your hands. Well, you're having the, the controllers, but it's, they appear as lightsaber in the VR headset. And then you have to break some blocks. So you can't see me, but I'm actually <laughs> mimicking it. Yeah, then... there are like cubes coming towards you. And when they reach you, you need to, to basically slide them with your sabers. So you really feel like a Jedi. It's so cool. I love it. And then in the same style, uh, there is Synth Rider, uh, which is also cool experiences, and it has some special enhanced experiences with songs of um, Muse, which is one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, what else? Like what my one of my favorite game is Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, which we tested with Clara. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's quite a lot of fun. I knew it, but uh, not the VR uh, version. So I, I, I knew the like normal version with pa paper. And in this one, so the, the one who is in the virtual world has in front of him or her like uh, a bomb. And you need to, to inactivate the bomb uh, following Something the guidance. Puzzles. Yeah, following the guidance of the person who is outside. But everything is done. So the person outside has a book or a digital PDF with all the solutions, but everything is done, so it's confusing. So the, the games are cool, like the, the cable game or the difficult, complicated cable game, or they, there are things where you need to pronounce some numbers or remember things, and it needs to be both of us working together. So we are we always end up shouting and laughing, <laughs> and it's super stressful. Yeah, it's stressful, young. especially when you have like 10 seconds and the last test, and, and you, we don't manage to understand each other, and we explode <laughs> in the end. <laughs> And I, I can go with like my two favorites uh, of this. Yeah, so one is um, it's called the the Room VR, and it's a escape room type of game where you are in an, inside a wonderful world. Uh, it's also available on Steam, but not in VR. It, it combines like a Lovecraftian horror with investigation type Sherlock Holmes. And you go through different words that I'm not going to talk about because I don't want to spoil Katy because I want her to play it. No, it's <laughs> not only me. There is like millions of people listening. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, there for, is yeah, I will, person. for example, it starts like in the British Museum in the Egyptian area. You actually can play with the mummies and open uh, coffins and things, and and it's really good. You interact with the whole thing. You move around uh, in the room. It's really nice. Uh, the other one is called. Vader Immortal, 
and this is you are basically helping or working for Darth Vader basically and that's cool already but it's it's more than a game it's an experience so you go through through goes to many through many things like climbing or being out in space and jumping to the hyperspace or you you do saber uh, light saber uh, combat uh, I really need to play it I think I will play after we record this episode yeah (laughs) it's really really good and for me, there is another game I love, is that The Thrill of the Fight, which is a boxing game. So for those who know me, you know I was doing a lot of boxing, um, Thai boxing, before lockdown. And then my club closed. And then the team I was training with started training in a different club further. Anyway, I've missed it. And, um, and then I saw that this game was just the same as a like, boxing experience, but I didn't really believe it, but it's, <laughs> it's even worse. It's really intense. So you, you have several modes, so you can, um, it's a simulator of boxing. So you have modes where you can hit the bags and you have modes where you can do like speed bags or heavy bags. And then you have some training with dummies as well. And then you have fights, which are in general three rounds of two minutes, which would be the same in a in a white collar or in an amateur fight. It's usually three to five rounds of, of two minutes. And it's like seven or, or more for a professional. Um, and the good thing is that you don't get punched in the face. You don't get punched in the face, but it's amazing. And it gets me so tired because the characters arrive they're literally like you have an opponent in front of you that you have to um that you have to defeat so you have to you have to try to put him uh, ko and you have to to punish him in certain places etc so it's really cool and uh, it's quite realistic the way it captures your movement so if you you get really tired it's the point where in between rounds sometimes i have to go to the window and breath because i, I don't feel good <laughs> and um and yeah it's quite it's quite fun so really like that game um we have played a lot of other game on vr but i think if we go through everything we will be yeah. we'll do a special episode and maybe we can interview uh, clara as well good so let's move to books uh, we have normal games. Should we? Okay. Or yeah. should we do books? Let's do books, and then we can talk about non-VR games. Yeah. So I I only read one book in this summer. A shame of me. Uh, I've been quite busy with work and other things, but it's um, this is a small one. It's called Seventy Two Letters, and it's a science fiction uh, book. Uh, it's quite uh, contemporary and uh, written by an American writer. And uh, I'm not going to tell much because it will be a bit of spoil. But uh, yeah, it's it's about um, it's mixing a little bit of the Kabbalah with uh, with a little bit of um, like a cyborgs or creation of life. That it's interesting. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a quick read and it's good. I want to read it. I'm really tempted. And uh, and I've read a lot actually this summer. So I've read. I'm actually taking my list because I have a list here. So I I I, wrote, I read. Um, I've been reading four books from Delphine de Vigeon, who is a French author, um, and she writes fiction, and it's quite realistic fiction in general, um, happening in Paris or in France. Um, and I I really like her writing. It's it, her books are not very long. I would say it's like 200 page kind of books and I read them in like I don't know three hours or something three four hours sometimes less because it's quite quick 
Um, so I wrote uh, my favorite one, I think, was one called No and I, No and Me, um, which is a story of a of a, a girl, a teenage girl that meets um, by when she's doing uh, some research about homeless people in Paris for school. She meets a homeless girl who is a bit older than her, and they develop a friendship, and it's really well written. And then I've um, I've read also I don't know the titles in English but I've read um, A Night uh, of December Un Soir de Décembre, which is the story of um, of an author that uh, is is being possessed by his book somehow and by some letters he's exchanging with a or he's receiving um, from an ex lover. Um, I've read Les Jolis Garçons, so The Pretty Boys, which is about um, a, a person that has like a a very big mental illness and uh, obsesses over people. And uh, another one I really like was Les Heures Souterraines. So I think it's been translated. I think it's the the Underground Hours, uh, which is a story of um, of uh, it's basically tells the story of uh, work harassment. So like most of the books are quite deep and they are quite heavy to read, but I really enjoy them and I think uh, I think I'm I'm going to keep reading some of her books. And then I've read more light uh, read. I've read uh, The Thursday Murder Club from Richard Osman, uh, which I read because it was featured on uh, on Apple Books. And I, I thought, I don't know, I like the title. <laughs> so I usually like thrillers and it's happened in a, in a retirement uh, residence where some uh, 80 years old um, uh, grandparents, like <laughs> some 80 years old uh, people, um, create a club to discuss unsolved mysteries until a real uh, murder happens uh, near around them and so it's really funny it's I really really love this book um, I read it quite quick as well and the second one is coming in a couple of weeks so I've already pre-ordered it yeah I remember you were telling me a lot of quotes all the time yeah it's really good and it's very English it it tells I think if you if you've lived in the UK well or if you're English you you will really get get it like a lot more than me but you have a lot of reference to you know like the the Sainsbury's excellence wine or things like this like little things that you can only understand if you lived in the UK and and it's typical old people little habits and things like this which is really really fun so I really recommend it are you saying we are all people because we have that <laughs> habit right the, the Sainsbury's really excellence wine in particular <laughs> but you don't know about wine you let Sainsbury choose for you and if it says excellence I guess it's good and then uh, the last one was Malibu Rising from Taylor Jenkins Raid. So last year, last summer, I read uh, Daisy Jones and the Six, uh, which I think I talked about in the very first episode about our 2020 favorites. And so it's another book from the same author. And it again happens in California and tells the story of famous people. Um, but again, it's like really a family story and individual personalities and and it's really well written again. Uh, tells the story of just one day um, with a lot of flashbacks and side story of characters. I uh, really, really liked it. It's an easy read, so I recommend it. And I think that's all. Um, I have a lot of books I want to read in the next few months, so I expect more of these <laughs> for the next uh, for the next episodes. Cool. So last but not least games yeah so we 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 got your switch back yeah i got my switch back 
um, which I had left to a friend a while ago and uh, we've played a lot of games so before I go with Jurassic World Evolution and bore everyone and start another monologue, maybe you want to t- tell about some of the games you've liked. <laughs> yeah, so you had already a lot of games uh, bought that I wanted to play. So we've been playing a little bit to to the Zelda um, Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild, which is amazing, and I, I can't wait to play more. We've been playing Layton. So solving some puzzles and mysteries, uh, it was Professor, fun as well. Professor Layton, and um, yeah, it's really fun. The problem is they've added. I used to really like Professor Layton games on uh, on the DS, the the old DS, um, and I think they've added so much stuff now in the game where you have to, you know, you, you, have you, you don't like the story. you don't like the story. I don't like the story. I want you only to solve wanted the <laughs> puzzles, and I like the story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. At least we complement each other. <laughs> Yeah, we played Mario Kart, of course, which is always fun. Uh, we played Jurassic World Evolution. I think it's time that I mention it. Yeah, I'm for it. <laughs> so I love simulation game. Uh, I love like games like Theme Park or, or Theme Hospital, all the Bullfrog uh, games like from Peter Molino. Um, everything that you, where you have to build something. I, I also love like things like Caesar Civilization. Well, Civilization a bit less, but um, yeah, like building building games, Sim Sim City. Um, Age of Empires, like real-time strategy and, and, and simulation building games. So this is a simulation of a Jurassic Park, which is perfect. It's absolutely perfect. So you basically have some missions where you build your park, um, you have to bring dinosaurs, you have to complete missions to sometimes like care, care about them, sometimes let them escape, sometimes have them fight. Uh, you need to breed different species, you need to see how they are reacting to others and their environments while maintaining your park, building shops, building entertainment, putting toilets for your visitors, <laughs> setting the prices, etc. So it's I absolutely love it. Um, I think I played a whole weekend when I got it and I probably, I don't know, I probably played 20 hours over a weekend. It was a bit insane. My whole eyes were burning at the end. Yeah, and I was watching it, which is even worse. <laughs> but <laughs> you didn't I, have I, to. <laughs> I really like all the jobs in inside the game. I jobs I would love to do. Like you are the ranger that go and feed the dinos, or you are the explorer who goes to the other side of the world just to find the the DNA of the dinosaur. Or you have the scientists who actually revive them or make genetic yeah. mutations. So you have all a, of a them big, are great. Uh, you have a big tech tree in the game. So the tech tree is you know the progression of the things you can unlock to progress. Um, you have a lot of that in the game and it's really cool. You have, we haven't unlocked the T-Rex yet. No, we haven't. Uh, yes, we have. Of course we have. We have unlocked the T-Rex. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, there is Jurassic World Evolution 2 that is uh, has been announced for, I think it's releasing in November. So I can't wait. Absolutely can't wait. And then, um, so I think that's all for Switch. And then on console, we finished It Takes Two, which we talked about in a, a few episodes ago. Yeah, and we still think it's a great game. Amazing game. Really cool. Like, again, a game that I recommend playing with a partner or a friend or someone. Um, on console, I've been playing, you've been playing a bit of it as well, but um, the game Back for Blood, uh, which is a sort of um, sequel to Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2, except that no, it's a, it's a game from, it's no longer from Valve. It's uh it's from Warner Bros. Uh, Warner, yeah, it's from WB Games, um, and um, it's really cool. So it's the same sort of 
system as left for dead where you have uh, it's not an open world but you have to like you're in a team of four you have to gather uh, weapons and fight hordes and some special uh, um, zombies and then until you find a safe place where you lock yourself you take a big breath you have a glass of water and then you go to the next mission so we've played a bit um, it was really fun and I can't wait I think it's also coming in November yeah, man, was a bit, I was a bit stressed with that. There was a lot of things happening at the same time, running, and I wanted to stop one <laughs> as much as I could. I really like these games. I was a huge fan of Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2. And then, there, again, there will be a lot coming on, on games because we've watched a lot of the E3 conferences and we're really excited about some of the games. Back for Blood was one of them and Age of Empire uh, 4 as well. And then um, we we are looking forward to playing that Trackmania uh, Fall Guys. Like uh, it's not Trackmania Fall Guys, but it's Fall Guys, the, the party game, the, the multiplayer game. And yeah, we they're doing a well. Trackmania version of that as well. And then um, yeah, from Bethesda, I'm looking forward to um, uh, the the vampire game they've announced as well. So looking forward to that. And uh, and there is also. Um, uh, yeah, there, there are quite a lot of games coming in the next few, few months. There is Deathloop from Bethesda coming uh, in September as well, so we will definitely play that when it releases. Um, and uh, we've played on mobile as well. We've played yes. some uh, Apple uh, arcade games. So again, not a product placement there, but uh, we've we've been playing quite a lot of um, Solitaire Stories and Tint, uh, which is a sort of watercolor game, quite relaxing. Well, until you don't know how to progress to the next level and stop to be relaxing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to basically mix colors and use water to bring colors to us. It's a puzzle game, but it's really yeah. well done. And the music is nice. The animation are very soft as well. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and I fell back playing uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery, which is my, yeah, one of my addiction. It's, uh, it's released, I think it released three years ago and I've been playing ever since on and off. Uh, but I've restarted playing a couple of weeks ago and I can't stop there. I'm catching up with all the missions I've missed uh, in the last few months not playing. Yeah, so how the time Cathy is actually in Hogwarts and not at home. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, is there anything else we're missing? I think we've talked a yeah. lot about most of the things we've done, as you can see. Most of see. the thing in the list, probably we are missing half of them that we don't remember, but we made some point. Oh, we made, we missed Coda for movies. Oh, uh, yeah. So it's also an Apple TV original, right? And it's uh, Coda means... Child. Child, children of uh, death, deaf, not death, <laughs> adults. Yeah, so. so it's a family where everyone is deaf, uh, except for uh, the girl who wants to be a sing singer. Yeah, and it's really nice. It's uh, It was really, it was a bit tough at the beginning, and then I think it's really well, it's really well done, and, and there are a lot of, they, they picture really well the, the the, the stress and the situation of on both sides of being the, the children that uh, parents don't necessarily understand properly and, and um, properly speaking and also being the parents who have a, a child that for them is different mm. so it was really nice really recommend this one as well 
good. I think we we have everything. And we are half an hour in, so perfect, perfect timing. Yeah. If there is any uh, anything you think we should play, watch, uh, read, listen to, let us know in uh, in on Instagram. So our Instagram is um, is busy podcast. And um, apart from that, see you very soon. Yeah, see you soon. Mm-hmm.